Welcome to Central Moments. Uh, we're finishing our first week in our new and still developing podcast studio. Thank you for joining today. We're looking at highlights from the Old Testament prophet of Isaiah. And Isaiah is known in part for all of his pictures of the coming Messiah, his prophetic images, his poetic descriptions of the Messiah that's coming. And here's one of the classic ones, this prophetic picture of Jesus. Verse 1 of Isaiah 11, A shoot will come from the stump of Jesse, and from his roots a branch will bear fruit. And this was common Old Testament Jewish prophetic language for the Messiah who was coming. And of course Jesse was the father of King David, and King David was given the promise by God that one of his sons would be the Messiah. And so a shoot will come up from the stump of Jesse and from his roots a branch. In our English translation, capital B, a branch. That's the Messiah will bear fruit. And the spirit of the Lord will rest upon him. The spirit of wisdom and of understanding, the spirit of counsel and of might, the spirit of the knowledge and the fear of the Lord, and he will have delight in the fear of the Lord. Some people call this the sevenfold Spirit of God upon Jesus that is symbolized in Revelation chapter 5 where we see Jesus as the slain lamb, the one who died on the cross for us, and the lamb has seven horns and seven eyes, which the writer of Revelation tells us represent the seven spirits of God throughout the earth. Some people relate that to this here. But the Lord no matter how you look at it, said Jesus was anointed with the Spirit of God. And, and, that, and that's wisdom and understanding, counsel and might, knowledge, the fear of the Lord, and even a delight in righteousness, a delight in the fear of the Lord. And verse 3, he will not judge by what he sees with his eyes or decide by what he hears with his ears. Aren't you glad that you serve a God that, that our Messiah, that Jesus, our Lord and Savior, Jesus Christ, he's not a pushover. You can't pull the wool over his eyes. You can't play games with him. You can't fake him out. He, he doesn't judge by what he sees with his eyes or decide by what he hears with his ears. But with righteousness, he will judge the needy. And with justice, he will give decisions for the poor of the earth. Where, where, where those who are exploited and victimized by the world whether it be sexual abuse, physical violence, domestic violence, whether it be economic injustice, whether it be spiritual injustice. Here, we serve one who sees through all of the other agendas of humanity, and he comes out for those who are humble and, and that truly need him. He will strike the earth with the rod of his mouth. He's finally going to bring justice. And with the breath of his lips, he's going to slay the wicked. Righteousness will be his belt, faithfulness the sash around his waist. What, what, what incredible ways of describing the ultimate triumph of Jesus. He can't be good unless he deals with evil. That's why he's a God of justice. And yet, and yet in that justice is righteousness. It becomes like his belt and faithfulness, the sash around his waist. And this begins to open up the picture here in Isaiah 11 of when Jesus rules and reigns on the earth for a thousand years. We call it the millennium. And it's described for us in Revelation 20. But way back here in Isaiah uh, 11 and verse, verse 7, as this messianic prophecy unfolds, it says, The cow will feed with the bear, 
and their young will lie down together, and the lion will eat straw like the ox. And so instead of one animal preying on another, instead of violence and victimization and all these pictures of those sorts of things, they're going to be gone when Christ rules and reigns in this world. The infant will even play near the cobra's den, and the young child put its hand into the viper's nest. They will neither harm nor destroy on all my holy mountain. This is where the rule of God's justice and Jesus' lordship heads. To a world with peace, a world that is marked by something that no human ruler has ever been able to bring in the history of humanity. And that's peace and rightness and where there is no harm or destruction done on all my holy mountain, God says. Four, verse nine, the earth will be filled with the knowledge of the Lord as the waters cover the sea. So Jesus comes forth with the spirit of God upon him, the spirit of wisdom, understanding, counsel and might. And he comes to be our Savior. And he's going to come again to be Lord of heaven and earth. And his glory one day will cover the earth. Our thank you, Lord. We worship you today. We, we thank you in spite of the short-term problems we may be facing this week, that we have a vision of your ultimate triumph. As much as we may feel victimized by an unfair world, we thank you that you are coming to bring justice. And thank you, Lord Jesus, that the Spirit of God was upon you and that you have now given us your spirit, counsel and might and wisdom and knowledge and the fear of the Lord, the heart to follow you. Thank you. Give us all of these, we pray in Jesus' name. Amen. Amen.